Mum As You Are is a place for self-compassionate reflection to use what you have within you right now as you are perfectly imperfect to find your way through motherhood. I'm Dr Erin Bauer, clinical and perinatal psychologist, author of More Than a Healthy Baby, course creator and mum of two. This is my second podcast, welcome if you've followed me over from my birth trauma work. This current podcast offering is bite-sized, unfancy and unplanned. A roadmap for finding your way back to self-compassion and how to replace numbing and escapism with true, meaningful fun. I talk about motherhood as an identity and an institution, perinatal mental health and patriarchy, parental burnout and numbing. The core message is to practice the question, I wonder. Instead of judging ourselves and engaging in comparisonitis, we simply ask ourselves, I wonder. I wonder. EMDR stands for Eye Movement Desensitization and Reprocessing. It's the approach I like to use when it's clear that trauma symptoms are persisting um, and that someone's struggling to cope with intrusive thoughts, memories, bodily sensations, that kind of thing. So for some people, a one-off birth debrief, and I offer those myself, um, it's, it's enough sometimes to just go through the event talk about it feel like you've processed it but for a lot of people it's not and standalone kind of cbt talk therapy isn't enough for someone to find relief um i mean i guess i'll be frank and say in some cases i think if those emotions are brought up and there's no grounding and there's no containment um for the person to be able to tolerate it like talking about such intense emotional things i would say that sometimes people can leave those sessions feeling worse um in my birth trauma training i am wary <laughs> about people offering birth debriefs because often like their heart is in the right place but if you don't know how to spot dissociation if you don't know how to help diffuse emotions you can actually end up doing some more damage than you intended to and then someone leaves with a feeling of failure and potentially having you know more feelings of mistrusting health professionals so it comes with like caveats i suppose the good old birth trauma debrief so i guess what i want to say about that is you can't incite your way through trauma not quickly (laughs) anyway your logical rational brain might say I know that the danger has passed, I shouldn't feel like this, but then your gut says, well, how come I'm anxious and scared and avoid reminders all the time? So as I said, um, EMTR is a bit of evidence-based magic, really. I'm going to explain it the best I can while trying to keep things short and relatively lay language, right? So. EMDR works by taxing your working memory. So imagine, this happens to me all the time actually, that you're checking your voice messages, someone has said a number that you need to call back on and you start repeating it to yourself so that you can then type the numbers in but then your child's tugging on your arm, the dog scratches the door to be let out and 
the number's gone. <laughs> you maybe remember a few of the digits, but the rest is likely faded and you'll need to listen to the message again. So your working memory can kind of hold on to about five to seven small bits of information at once, um, like a number. Some of us, like me, who are not great with numbers, probably five or seven is, <laughs> is a stretch. And then if you get distracted, the memory fades and it fades fast. So this is similar to how EMDR works, as far as I understand it anyway. So we bring parts of your traumatic memory from wherever you've stored it. And we do know that with trauma, memories get stored in a different place in a more chaotic, hard to sort of figure out system than regular memories. So we bring it up into the forefront and then someone like me will distract you by doing um, eye movements, bilateral stimulation. Sometimes there's tapping, sometimes there's um, seeing a happy birthday while you like punch and stamp and follow like a pattern. So basically the more that you tax the brain, the more processing you get, the more distancing you get. So essentially it's bringing the emotions up and then we take the heat off them and allow the memories to fade. So that's the kind of desensitization part. As I said, we know that trauma memories are stored differently. So you're not gonna forget about them necessarily. Um, you're not gonna to get to a stage where you feel nothing about your birth trauma, but you might liken it to like watching your ink fade from an old photograph. Or, you know, I think of it as like, at the start, your traumatic memory maybe has a lot of detail, um, it's quite strong, it's quite vivid, and then you're going to kind of transfer it to like an old clunky <laughs> computer. You've only got six colours to work with, and you're going to reduce the image quality. Um, so then it's really faded, it's pixely, and it's kind of hard to make out the original image. I don't know if that'll make sense, it's just kind of how I think about it. So where do the eye movements come in? We know that during REM sleep, your eyes move back and forth. And so we think that's got something to do with helping processing. If you've ever, I don't know, been worried about something or had a problem that you're trying to solve and then you go to sleep and you wake up the next day and you feel a sense of, or you feel better or you feel a bit more inside about it, that might be because your brain's gone to work on it during rapid eye movement sleep. So it's the place where we know our brains clear out junk solve problems that the working brain didn't get to during the day. So again, it um, EMDR works for birth trauma by taking the severity out of the emotions, out of the bodily sensation, out of the thoughts, um, and it helps you process them, so to speak, by filing them away. So it's not just for birth trauma, we use it for anxiety, um, panic, flashbacks, grief, depression, like there's all sorts of things that you can use it for. I like it because it tends to work quicker than talk therapy. It just depends, but um, clients often will say that they they like the feeling like they're doing something. Like it's intense. It's there's eight phases to this, and the most arguably important phase is actually the setup phase, making sure that you're in the right place, right time to do this work because it is intense. But people often talk about this sensation that they feel like they're actually doing something. Um, and when you get to the processing phase, there's not actually a whole lot of talking. It's a lot of the therapist actually staying out of the way while your brain does the healing. Um, and so yeah, while it works quicker than something like CBT, it is tiring and it's taxing. You don't do this with a baby on your lap. You don't do it in your lunch break. 
you need to be able to tolerate sitting with negative emotions and allow yourself some more time to process and integrate between sessions. So lots of water, lots of movement, lots of sleep is really important. So as I said, there is no amount of like inciting your way out of trauma really it's um if you keep doing the same thing you'll keep getting the same results so telling yourself not to think about the birth and to just avoid it your brain's going to give you a billion pop-up reminders of this until you kind of sift through the memories and store them away so to speak so i think um it makes sense then that part of the reason that memories keep popping up is because they just haven't been they're like files they haven't been stored properly um, we need to get them into some sort of order that makes sense so that your brain can kind of go, all right, I can make sense of this now. So that's part of how how it works, really. Um, I guess to explain a little bit about what it looks like, I think the most important part is probably the fit, right? So there's a few things that can go on <laughs> with EMDR that I've heard about before. One is that you can fall into like a people-pleasing mode. So obviously the goal is to reduce the severity of the experience. And EMDR is a lot of um, watching your therapist's hand move back and forth or doing bilateral stimulation. And so there can be this thing where you think you should feel something different. So you say you feel something different. If you trust your therapist and you get along well, you need to be able to say, for example, that you don't see anything different. It's just information. It's not necessarily right or wrong. Um, there's no like number of set sessions to do or an exact order um, that everybody gets to in the same time. The goal is to completely desensitize you from the memory so that we can reprocess it. But there's also this thing with birth trauma where lots of people have had experiences of betrayal and abuse and being let down by health professionals. So I'm always mindful of this when we start um i always talk to people about whether it's the right time to start intensive therapy you want access to childcare. you need downtime you need to not be in the absolute thick of sleep deprivation um it's different to weekly therapy where you kind of turn up talk about your week that kind of thing we do a tiny bit of that but it's like probably no more than 10 minutes <laughs> of a session um, the initial phases of course are for history taking and mapping out what memories we're going to work with but generally for the processing it's a lot of you following or doing um, bilateral movements and then at the end of the set they're called sets your therapist says and what do you notice and what do you notice now um, there's not a lot of talking there's not a lot of rehashing in some cases, you can actually work uh, what's called content-free. So you know what the trauma is, but I don't know what the trauma is, and you don't actually have to go into a lot of detail about it. So you can talk as little or not at all, really, about the birth and the events after if you want to. We don't keep rehashing the same details week after week. Um, so, yeah, it's helpful as well because you can process the past, the present, and the future. So... I think it's helpful for people who've had a birth trauma in the past and either want to birth again or are pregnant again or are preparing for a future birth. It's like a promise <laughs> I can't make that 
the next birth will be trauma free but there's definitely strategies to feel like you can cope with whatever turn your birth takes and that's my goal so most people come out of a trauma with I guess what you'd call like a set of um, negative beliefs or sometimes it's called a schema so you might logically know that the belief isn't helpful but you still feel it in your gut and so the kind of beliefs that people usually come with for birth trauma are things like that it was somehow your fault that you weren't strong enough that your body let you down that you didn't try hard enough that you should have spoken up more like that kind of tone of things and maybe you know in better quotes that these things are not true but your gut still tells you that it's there because of the tightness in your chest the flashbacks the nightmares your body is telling you that it doesn't believe <laughs> what you're trying to tell it so as part of EMDR what we do is work to instill a positive belief system to replace the existing negative beliefs with something that's more helpful but also it still has to be believable right so um what would be useful to know in terms of if it's not suitable for you i think as i alluded to before if you're in the thick of sleep deprivation like you really just need to be in survival mode looking after yourself now would not be the time to do that um you really need to be like you you don't want to be in active crisis mode i suppose we could say so if you know you're having a hard time finding sleep food's not secure there's really little joy in your life you've got too many other events competing for your attention it might not be the right time um yeah it's it's tricky there's a bunch of different um potential mental health or health conditions that it wouldn't be suitable for i won't get into it too much here because this is really just a very introductory kind of thing um but essentially you need to find the time in your diary and you need to be able to sit with negative emotions that's kind of the two biggies and the fit with your therapist has to be right as well so that you don't fall into like people pleasing mode the feedback has to be honest and it has to be helpful because you can't move forward with anything if your feedback isn't honest i suppose so it's a little bit about it um there's definitely so 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 many videos podcasts reading there's so much stuff on emdr and you can always reach out to me and ask more if you want to remembering that the most important factor in your trauma is not the details i'm not as interested in the details of like what counts because people always ask me that what counts what matters is how you feel how are you coping how did you feel about it doesn't matter what someone else thinks is traumatic how are you going how are you made to feel what's what's been the burden now that you carry because of it okay irrespective of injured not injured how long the labor was you know like there's just so much competitive stuff that goes on with birth trauma so don't don't even get into that <laughs> i'm interested in how you feel how you're going so a little bit of a snapshot of EMDR. Definitely look up more if you're interested.